Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 276 of Rams up here. What do we have for you this episode? We're going to get through some news and notes, and then I am going to offer up my preview of this game. Week 8, Rams at Dallas. Hopefully have a crossover segment later in this week with Tom Kortz and our game picks and some other good stuff. For now, let's get through some notes. The Rams Thursday injury report, a surprise addition. Rob Havenstein did not participate due to a calf issue. That would hurt if he can't go, but it's early. Limited participation, defensive tackle Laurel Murchison, linebacker Ernest Jones, wide receiver Ben Skowronik, full participants Byron Young, Russ Yeast, and Hunter Long. Most of these guys were on the injury report last week. Byron Young and Russ Yeast are the additions, along with today's addition, Havenstein. 
I certainly hope they can go. Ernest Jones has been struggling with that knee injury for a couple of weeks now, and I think that has showed out in his performance, but give him credit for giving it a go. And Hunter Long back out there on the practice field. He has entered that 21-day window where he could be activated. Really be surprised if the Rams carry four tight ends. Could one of them end up on the practice squad? Seems like Bryson Hopkins would be the best candidate at this point with Davis Allen getting more snaps than him. But it really won't matter that much. Not using our tight ends much. And, of course, Tyler Higby getting almost all the targets in the passing game. But they clearly like Davis Allen's blocking potential. Hunter Long, hey, be nice to see what he brings to the table. Haven't seen that yet. Cowboys come in extremely healthy. Surprise, surprise, they are coming off a bye week. Tackle Tyron Smith, a limited participant due to a neck issue, and safety Jean-Yer Thomas, a full participant with a reported hamstring issue. Boy, the NFL has to fix that. Not the hamstring, the fact that the Rams are playing teams coming off a bye two straight weeks, and we have two more of those later in the year. Crazy. I was looking over the Rams' stats versus their opponents, and, you know, it's crazy that they're only three and four. They have more first downs. They have a better third down conversion rate, a better fourth down conversion rate. They have more yardage, better average yards per play, better average yards per rush, a better completion percentage, better yards per pass, more TDs, more field goals, and more points than their opponents. Where are they behind? Two critical categories, unfortunately. They are minus six in sacks and minus two in turnovers. A couple other quick notes. If you weren't aware of this, Puka Nakua was the 20th wide receiver taken in this past draft. The 20th wide receiver, the number one receiver in the NFL at the moment, and overlooked a little bit because of Puka's success. Kyron Williams was the 15th running back selected in the 2022 draft. He leads all running backs selected in that draft in rushing yards this year, despite missing a game. Some of the guys at the top of that draft running back-wise, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker III, James Cook, Brian Robinson, a handful of others. Kyron Williams tops them all. And maybe we should mention Byron Young, too. I believe there were 12 edge rushers, defensive ends selected before him. He went in the third round and might end up being the best of the lot. And hey, Nick Shook has a really good article on NFL.com ranking NFL quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford comes in at number four, and he defends that ranking pretty well. It's a good read. Check it out. Let's roll right into this Cowboys preview. Rams come in three and four, needing a win badly. The Cowboys coming off their bye are four and two. Game history series goes back to 1960. The Cowboys lead the series 19 to 18. Last time they played, last October, Cowboys 22, Rams 10. Demarcus Lawrence returned a fumble at 19 yards for a touchdown on their first possession. On the ensuing possession, the Cowboys blocked a Rams punt and turned that into a field goal. Stafford connected with Cup for 75 yards to give the Rams a brief 10-9 lead. The Rams never scored again. 
The Cowboys kicker, a gentleman by the name of Brett Maurer, kicked three field goals in that game. Any games that should be mentioned, well, man, we could go through the history of these two teams and find a bunch to talk about. They've met in the NFC Championship game twice. Cowboys won both. They played in the 1986 Divisional Playoff game. Eric Dickerson ran for TDs of 40 and 55 yards. The Rams won 20 to nothing. My favorite, though, October 1st, 2017, that was the game the McVay-Gurley Rams announced themselves to the NFL world, beating the Cowboys in Dallas 35-30. to That was the game where the Cowboys had taken the lead. I think it was late in the second quarter. And they had a look on their sidelines like this game was over. They were going to trounce the pitiful Rams and then golf to Gurley on a little slant pattern. Gurley takes it to the house. Rams rallied and won. The odds, Dallas by six and a half. I think that's a little high. I thought it'd be more in the neighborhood of three and a half, four and a half. Coming off a bye, though, that's a big advantage, and that probably accounts for at least a point. Cowboys team stats, they're a middle-of-the-road offense, averaging 330 yards per game. Running the ball is their strength, 120 yards per game. The fifth-ranked defense, especially good against the pass. The Rams, by the way, have the sixth-ranked offense, and you think they'd want to lean on the pass a little bit against this team, but I hope they lean on the run. We'll get to that a little bit later. Player stats, Tony Pollard is averaging 3.9 yards per carry. CeeDee Lamb has 475 yards receiving. They've given up 14 sacks in their six games. And Dak Prescott, a QPR of 91. Their coach is Mike McCarthy. And their offensive coordinator, a name we should all be familiar with, Brian Schottenheimer, an old Rams offensive coordinator, spent some time with the Seahawks as well. And their defensive coordinator also spent some time with the Seahawks, Dan Quinn. 2023 Cowboy draft picks of note, Mazzy Smith, the big defensive tackle, thought the Rams might consider him. Luke Schoonmaker, a really good blocking tight end. Or is it Schoonmaker? I think it's Schoonmaker. And Deuce Vaughn, the diminutive running back, hasn't really made his mark yet. But he could. He's a pretty talented guy. But their key players on offense, what we talked about, Prescott, Pollard, and Lamb. It's the offensive line that they hang their hat on, though, led by Zach Martin and Tyron Smith. They've had one of the better offensive lines in the league for years, it seems. And on defense, Stephon Gilmore and Demarcus Lawrence still there. But Micah Parsons, he is a beast. He's not really produced this year as, as much as in years past. Starting to wake up, though, had a good game last week. But one of the better players on the defensive side of the ball in the entire NFL. Significant injuries. You know, their defense is really good, but they've lost Trevon Diggs, an excellent cornerback, and Leighton Vander Esch, the linebacker, is out. Ram connections, well, they have Brandon Cooks and Dante Fowler, two guys from the Rams' 2018 Super Bowl run. Both of them have pretty memorable plays as well. Dante Fowler, causing that interception in overtime against the Saints and Brandon Cooks. Kind of bad memories with him, though, in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Not sure if it's all on him, but there was at least one catch he could have made that would have possibly changed the outcome of that Super Bowl. This year, the Cowboys, as I said, 4-2. and two. two bad losses, though, to the Cardinals and 49ers. They've beaten the Giants, Jets, Patriots, and Chargers. So not a really strong resume, actually. Last week, they had the bye. 
hey, they've lost to the Cardinals and Niners. Maybe they can go 0-4 in the NFC West. Rams can keep that hope alive, maybe. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What are my fearsome four keys to the game? Well, Paul Walia and Ian Martinez have been hammering it home on our roundtable. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. And this is a team where they will be able to run the ball. They need to run the ball to set up the pass. I know we got great receiver, Sean. We can chuck the ball around and and get chunks of yardage here and there, but we need to be able to run the ball consistently and don't give up on the run. Pound the ball, pound this Cowboys defense, and this team can be beat. Here's some key number two. Again, from the round table, we need to diversify the offense. We're getting really oversimplified in our run game and our pass game. Got to change it up a little bit. Some of these other teams that run similar offenses just have more gadget plays, more interesting run concepts, and a greater variety of routes that get the receivers open. I think the Rams have become very predictable. Need to mix it up on offense. Here's some key number three. Hey, we need a splash play from our defense. Our defense has played good, you know, pretty good at times, excellent at times. 
got gouged a couple times here and there over the course of the season, but can't really complain about our defense. But other than that Roseboom interception and a couple Witherspoon interceptions, neither of which were returned for significant yardage, we need to take away the ball. We need a pick six. We just need one giant play on defense to spark this team on the road. And I think it's going to happen this week. And fearsome key number four, hit the dang field goals. <laughs> we got a new guy out there. Now, I don't know if I'm in favor of trying 66-yard field goals. This guy has a giant leg. I don't know if we should even be trying 55-yard field goals, giving up such great field position to the opposition. But hey, the field goals we do try, let's hit a few of them, okay? Is that asking too much? Put some points on the board when our offense stalls. Hey, ideally, we close these drives out and get some touchdowns. But this is a tough defense. We're going to have to hit some field goals to win this game. And that sounds like an easy thing, a small thing, but the way the Rams kicking game has gone this year and with a new guy in the house, it's not a sure thing. Final word on this game. Well, first, let me share that the Rams are 23-13-4 against the spread after a loss under McVay. That cover percentage is the second best in the NFL since McVay joined the Rams in 2017. Now, that just says the Rams are going to make this a close game. I think they're going to win it. They're going to pound the rock. They're going to get balanced production from Cup and Puka, which hasn't happened yet in a single game. It's either one or the other. Let's get them both involved, 80, 90 yards apiece, and 2-2 as well, and maybe a dash of Tyler Higby. And I think this D makes a splash play. My prediction, the Rams 24, the Cowboys 23. Yes, that score, 24 points, that means we do successfully kick a field goal. I know I'm going out on a limb with that, but I'm, I'm even going further out. I'm saying the Rams are going to win this game. They're not getting a lot of love, but look at this Cowboys resume. Look at their run defense. They're vulnerable. The Rams are hungry. Hey, maybe they're going to go out and win one for Jordan McVay. Would that be sweet or what? Rams 24, Cowboys 23. I haven't done this in a long time, but it's always a lot of fun. So I'm going to make another run at it. I'm going to give you my fearsome four questions and I have all the answers Got the answers right here for you. Four questions that you've all been asking yourselves about this Ram team. Question number one, is this game against the Cowboys a must-win game? And I say no. And the reason I say that is if the Rams dropped to three and five, they'd have a must-win game against the Packers the following week. They need to get to four and five. You look at their schedule, there's a bunch of winnable games and that's the stretch in November and December where you got to start putting wins together back to back. Hey, every win is equal. Every win counts the same. But teams get on a roll late in the season. Those are the teams that do well in the playoffs. Rams get to four and five. They'll be okay. Three and five will be depressing for sure. But if they get to four and five after this Cowboy and Packer game, any which way they can, they'll still be relevant. Question number two, who gets the most carries against the Cowboys? It's going to be Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman has that style, more of a gap runner, a stronger runner, a bigger runner, and he performed better than Henderson. No, this is not a shot at Daryl Henderson. He played pretty well, but Royce Freeman was getting more yards after contact, 
better yards per carry, and I think his style is better suited to attack this Cowboy defense. So it's going to be Royce Freeman. That's for all you fantasy football players out there. Here's some question number three. Will the Rams make a move at the trading deadline? Well, they're not going to bring anybody in. I can almost guarantee you that. By the way, the deadline is 4 p.m. Eastern time on Halloween, next Tuesday, October 31st. However, I wouldn't be surprised if they sent someone out. And I talked about it a little bit earlier this episode. Could they be moving on from one of their tight ends, someone like Bryson Hopkins? Hunter Long finally healthy. What do they really need all four of these guys for? Tyler Higby got the contract extension, so they're going to roll with him another year. Davis Allen in his rookie year, and they love the way he blocks. Hunter Long, more of a pass-catching tight end, if I understand the draft reviews on him and some of the inputs I've received over the last few months. Where does that leave Bryson Hopkins? Hey, I wish he had gotten more of an opportunity here. We saw what he could do during that Super Bowl run, but I just don't see the point of keeping four tight ends around. Now, can you get anything for him? Probably not. But if the Rams were to make a move, it might be a tight end getting sent out and Hopkins would seem like the guy. I'm not predicting a trade. I just don't think they're going to bring anybody in. And if they do make a trade, it would be potentially a tight end being traded away. Here's some question number four. How many of the Rams' 2023 draft picks are locks for next year? Well, they had 14 picks. And I think we can all agree Steve Avila is a lock and Byron Young is as well. Kobe Turner, for sure. Ethan Evans, absolutely. I think Warren McClendon will be back, for sure, as will Davis Allen. And Deshaun Johnson, Mr. Irrelevant, he will be back. I'm probably going out on a limb calling him a lock, but hey, that's what we do here. I'm going to call him a lock. And I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, that's right. Puka Nakua. Yeah, pretty sure he'll be back. So who did I leave off? Stetson Bennett. Can't say much of anything about him at this point. Just hoping that he gets well. Whatever's going on with him. Wanted to turn out well for him and get back on the football field eventually, but can't call him a lock at this point. And the two outside linebackers, O'Shawn Mathis and Nick Hampton, it's hard to say. Nick Hampton was active for a couple of weeks. O'Shawn Mathis had 18 snaps a couple of weeks ago. Didn't show up on the stat sheet, though, I don't think. Not sure what to say about them. They will both be definitely competing for roster spots, but with another draft in between now and next year's 53-man roster, who can say for sure if they'll be back? Trey Tomlinson. I'd hope the Rams will start integrating him into the secondary. Hasn't really happened yet. Maybe by the end of the year, but right now, can't call him a lock. And Jason Taylor, absolutely not a lock at this point. He hasn't been healthy but that remains to be seen what his status will be a year from now. And the one guy I'm really troubled with, not sure where he fits in long-term, moving into next year is running back Zach Evans. Now, it's understandable the Rams don't trust him yet in pass protection and even carrying the ball with Kyron Williams and Ronnie Rivers out. So they bring in Daryl Henderson, Miles Gaskin, and Royce Freeman. Where the heck is Zach Evans that doesn't mean they've given up on him, but 
Certainly can't say he's a lock for next year either. So there's another round of my fearsome four questions for you. Hey, I'm going to take the load off my next loop around the league and talk about the Thursday night game right now. Bills 24, Bucks 18. Yet another result that favors the Rams. The Buccaneers, a wildcard contender at this point. Their record drops to the same record the Rams have, 3-4. and four. Josh Allen, big night, 31 for 40. Nine incompletions on the night, 324 yards. Passed for two TDs, had the one interception on the tipped pass, and also ran for a touchdown. Bucks tried to hang around. They just didn't have the offense to get it going. Baker Mayfield, 237 yards passing and two TDs. A late buck score made it look a little closer than it really was. And how about our Lakers? They get their first win of the season. Trailed the Suns by 12 points after the first quarter. Took control in the fourth quarter. Outscored the Suns 28-11. to I did not watch this game, but there must have been some crazy good defense going on. Anthony Davis finished with 30 points and 12 rebounds. LeBron James added 21. Got to temper our enthusiasm about this result. Devin Booker, perhaps the Suns' best player, did not play. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.